The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. Thieves, Sarah. This wow. is my. I, I mean, I appreciate <laughs> that. You know, the government is listening. This is sure. one of those instances where it's a government, like, I'm okay with that, but they need to give credit where credit's due. You have been like, talking about this for quite some time. I need a private flight over there. I need to be the one, like, presenting this plan to Parliament. It's already presented. It's already passed. I think it's already Damn happening. It. Somebody over there is a thief, and I need to get to the bottom of this. We do have British listeners. Maybe they, like, work inside of the government over there. Just give me my credit. That's all I want. I want a knighthood. Maybe a knighthood. That would be pretty sweet. Or at least some credit or, uh, I don't know, some uh, some pounds or something like that. Whatever you do, uh, I'll take one of those. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have lots to talk about today. And... First, though, I would like to say thank you to everybody to go, for going to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on the Audible link right oh. there at the top of the page. A great way to pick up an audio book or two by signing up for a free trial. You get two audio books. Two audio books, one free trial. That's all you have to do is just go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on that link. Click on the link. link. Yeah, because you're, like, you're um, listening to The Outsider still. I am still listening to okay, The Outsider. Cool. Yeah, so The Outsider is uh, is the one that I've been listening to, and I like it. It is still screwing me up, and it's giving me bad dreams. Really? It's giving me bad dreams. Oh, yeah. Stephen King for you. No, there's some of it where the description, I'm just like, oh my gosh, that's the creepiest thing that's ever. I mean, not only is the crime horrible, but the... There's some creepy things in it. The descriptors? Yeah. Yeah. The description of a certain thing... Uh, character is uh, is really disturbing. That's like even um, with um, Joe Hill when he was describing what the um, in Heart Shape Box, there are ghosts, it says it about it in there, uh-huh. but like when they describe their, when he describes their eyes yeah, and like, oh, I, like that Crack. gave me, yeah, that gave me nightmares like the yeah. squiggle eyes, I'm like, I don't ever want to think Squiggly. about that. Oh yeah, there's a thing about that in Okay, I, I can't give like, any. Yeah. Anyway, Wiggly eyes are the worst. Can't give any kind of a spoiler, yes. but The Outsider is a great one. Anyway, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the Audible link there Sounds and wonderful. get your free trial. All right. We need to talk about something that has happened. A theft of ideas, a theft of a concept, perhaps even a way of life that the United Kingdom has stolen from me. Oh, no. And this is where we're at right now. And I received this By the way, welcome to my life for the past 45 minutes. <laughs> I received this notification on my uh, Facebook page, actually, uh, where it was shared. Let's see who put this on there. Nick. And thank you, Nick, for alerting me to this. Um, And I want to explain all of this. So Nick wrote, at Greg Nibbler, they stole your ideas, your idea two days after National Greg Day. The outrage, of course, National Greg Day is July second. We all know that it's it's actually it's International. So Greg I like Day, how but, it's um, how two days after International Greg Day is nothing else. There's yes. no other holiday going on. Yes, two days after Na- International Greg Day. I don't know what else is going. Absolutely on. nobody celebrated anything yesterday. International Greg Day. Mm-hmm. You know that's what that's what happened. So International Greg Day happened, and now I want to tell you what the United Kingdom has done. And if you listen to Fun Employment Radio, if you've been listening for any amount of time, I've talked about my potential mayoral campaigns or if I were to run for office here. And, you know, at some point, 
clearly that's where I have to end up, where, where this all leads as I run for office. But sure. one of my primary, my primary platform, not even one of them, my primary platform has to do with traffic enforcement. This is my big platform, my big standing, where the whole idea is that I believe every citizen should have the right to snitch on another citizen once a year with the use of a snitch ticket. You can store up your snitch tickets. You can trade your snitch tickets. You can? You can sell your snitch ticket. There's a snitch ticket economy that can build up over this. Are you sure? That doesn't seem very legal. Um, I because think— then that means all the rich people, again, like everything else, would have we'll all the power. start snitching. All right. We'll have to work out the economy. I don't think the snitch tickets should be interchangeable. I don't think that means the people with the most money will get the most. I think the person who has already had their plan adopted by an entire country is probably the expert in this room. That's all I'm going to say. And okay, so anyway, UK, what have you done? Everybody gets to snitch tickets. You can snitch on bad drivers because I see so many bad drivers every day, mainly people that don't use their turn signals. I hate it when people don't use their turn signals. And so a snitch ticket would work, oh, go I a long love way. It. I especially love it when people just like slam on their brakes in the middle of the street. Yeah, that's Particularly cool. if they're a Lyft or an Uber and I'm stuck there and I can't, and, and they're just parked there in the middle of the street. Yeah, without putting their flashers on or anything. Yep, yep. just sitting there. I, that does not happen to me every single day. No, that never at all. Mm. See, but wouldn't a snitch ticket come in handy right then? You could just would. be like, boom, snitch ticket. And then, and then it goes instantly as reported. Well, this is what my plan has been for so long. And now the United Kingdom, this is the title of one of the articles I'm looking at. UK launches national dash cam database for snitching on bad drivers. They even use the word snitching in this. Other, you're not the one that invented the word <sighs> snitching. No, but I, I am the inventor of snitch tickets. There is nobody else out there that's been talking about snitch tickets as much as I have over the last few years. Yeah, you have been whining about it quite a bit. I am, I am clearly, you know, I, I deserve the credit where the credit is due. And right now they're taking it. And so this is what's going to be happening. This is really being instituted. Drivers in England and Wales will now have a direct line to police for ratting on their fellow motorists thanks to a new national dash cam database. So what happens is it's a single database and you can sit there and upload your video of somebody being a bad driver directly to the database, snitching directly to the authorities. And you can also even uh, there's a section where you can fill out if you want to be uh, testify as a witness. Oh, like I God. saw it. I saw them not use their. But signal. why do you need to be testifying if there is like dash cam footage? Well, just probably to further rub it in their face, you know, when you go into court and be like, "Yeah, I saw you do it," and then you know, then you can really bust them. Oh, okay. So I think that's what it is. You know, this this is uh, they're really instituting the snitch tickets. And so, what do you think? Like, how do you feel like they're instituting this? Is, do you feel like they're uh, doing it well? I think. Uh, well, I don't know yet. Because I haven't seen, you know, the results. They haven't sent me the data. They haven't even consulted with me, mm-hmm. quite honestly. Maybe it's in your website. junk mail and you just didn't see it. Maybe that. Maybe that's mm-hmm. true. I mean, it could be from one of those, like, weird British, you know, like, email sites that like, you don't... Dear Mr. Nibbler, uh, this Hello, is... Hello, Mr. Nibbler. This is Duke Ellington... Nib- or no, that's actually a person, isn't it? Uh, I, I don't think know. So. I think that is a know. real person. I don't know. Yeah. It's a British name. And, uh, yeah, anyway, we need your help. Uh, here the fourth to... So I guess... What do you what do you want to accomplish by that was so bad. It was really bad. That was really, really bad. So what do you want to accomplish? Like do you want to be part of this platform or do you want to like take it back? Do you want to disallow it to be happening because it's your idea? I think I should at least get a licensing fee for the idea. I think so you want money. I would like money. That's um, okay. Notoriety. And I want to be a knight or whatever. You know, duke. A knight or whatever. Or whatever. You know, a duke would be cool. Make me a duke. Duke Nibblaw. 
The first. Yeah. You know, that would that Duke would work. Duke Nibbler? Yeah. Duke Nibbler. Yeah, I think that would that would work pretty well. Um, yeah, Scary is noting. Duke Ellington was a musician. Yeah, I re- realized that as soon as I started talking. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, also taking a look here in our live chat for our Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club. Couple of notes. Tony says, Greg, hate to tell you this, but George Carlin had a bit on this back in the early 80s. I can't say that some people maybe haven't broached the idea before. You know, I, I didn't invent snitching, but the idea of a snitch ticket, mm-hmm. I feel like is a pretty original idea of my own. I think that's. Well, I think not that's so much because somebody else already did it and then like actually implemented it, and now it's which they working. which clearly they have stolen from me. Mm-hmm. Um, it, Courtney says he just wants to be paid. It all boils down to Greg wanting money and fame. Well, I mean, you know, I, I'll take the notoriety, you know, the credit, the thank, you know, the grateful thanks of that's a kingdom, you, the grateful thanks of uh, of a kingdom. You know, I mean, maybe the queen giving me a call. That'd be sweet. Well, I mean, now since it's... Uh, I don't know what I talked to her about. Now though. since it's happened actually across the pond, mm-hmm. like maybe you can try and make it work here in, in America. Um, real quick, if I were to get a call from the queen, what would you ask her? Like say you had five minutes to talk to the queen of England. What would you say to her? Maybe her beauty regimen. What's your beauty regimen? Yeah, I mean, because she's like, what, like 105 and she doesn't look that old. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what kind of night creams do you use? Huh. I think I'd want to know if like she'd done anything ordinary. I'm like... Like, have you ever eaten a taco? Like, has the Queen of England ever eaten a taco, have you ever do you been think? to Taco Bell? Yeah, I mean, I highly doubt Taco Bell, but, like, has she ever eaten a taco I would in think her life? that maybe there's, like, some whimsical, like, Mexican Ooh, fiesta night at the, at the... There's, it's Mexico <laughs> night at the, yes. at the palace. At the palace. <laughs> Margaritas, at two for Kensington one palace. at the palace tonight. Yeah, like, has she ever had a margarita? I'm sure she's maybe I don't know, just things like that. Like, I want to know... What it is that you know? So you're just gonna take, list like, a bunch of things. Has she ever watched Seinfeld? Oh, she's probably watched Seinfeld. Probably. I'm sure that she's met Seinfeld. What's her least favorite impression of her ever? Oh, I don't think I wouldn't want to ask her that. She seems kind of scary. What? Uh, I mean, because you know that she's had motherfuckers murdered. Well, I don't. I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. not saying yeah. that you know. Shit any hand in you know, that's true. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I just I want to know these things. You know, I just want to know. <laughs> Keelan is saying in the live chat, um, I'm sure with much uh, respect, uh, imagine being so simple that you get to ask the queen a question and you come up with, have you ever had a taco? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. I want to know if the queen of England has I wonder ever if she's had taco. Kraft macaroni and cheese. Uh, I bet she's had mac and cheese, yeah. What? Okay, so you, she absolutely has had mac and cheese, but uh, but you're not sure about a taco. Yeah, I feel like mac and cheese is something. I she's feel had. like it, she would have a taco before she would have mac and cheese. No, you can you see the queen eating a taco? Like it's generally it's gonna be messy. Does somebody like feed it to her? I don't know. Like they cut, they cut, cut it up, up in little pieces yeah. for her. I can't I, really picture her eating. Like a hard shell taco. Could you picture the queen of England with a hard shell taco, like taco sauce dripping out? Um. I don't, I don't know. I can't see it happening. I've never really thought about the queen as much as uh, as you are making me do it right now. Yeah. Well, it's just an idea that I have, you know, for yeah. when they call me. Ways that England can thank me. So that's what, so when she's uh, calling you to thank you. Yes. Hello, Gregory. Duke Nibbler. And you'll be like, and by the way, have you ever eaten a taco? Yes. Thank you, queen. Uh, can I call you Liz? Or, you know, and then I don't know if you can call her on her first name. Uh, thank you, queen. By the way, have you ever eaten a taco? And then, yeah, I'll, I'll I like, ask her things that like that. That is a good point that Keelan brings up out of every question in the entire world. That's what I want to know. Okay. So what I, want, I mean, what, what else are you, you going to ask her? 
Well, I mean, I'm not the one that came up with snitch tickets, so I don't have to talk to the queen. Yeah, that's true. Okay. I'll ask her if she really thinks that uh, Diana's accident was an accident. And then see how she responds. Oh, see, that's, yeah, then she's just going to hang up on you. And you have, like, MI6 all over you or something like that. Like, it's not going to be good for you. I know. Yeah. No, you can't bring up that. You have to do ordinary questions that will throw her off a little bit. Okay. Why did she decide that lime green was an excellent color to wear to her grandson's (laughs) wedding? Oh, I don't know. Is that what she wore? It was pretty. Oh, okay. All right. Are you afraid that the queen is listening yes. right now so you don't want to say what you really think? I don't know. I figure she has ears everywhere. All right. Uh, anyway, um, so, the, so the queen would be calling me to say thank you. That's one, that's one way that the UK could do this. But the bottom line is this is my idea, and this is being used. And now I think more than ever may be the time for me to really push my agendas a little bit oh. and try to make this happen. Now seems like we are living in a present time where a lot of bad ideas are coming to fruition. I mean, I mean, if the anybody you strike can run. while the iron's hot, I mean, I mean, if whoever seems like pretty much you can throw something against the wall and it's going to stick for. A I little don't see while. any reason why I couldn't, why I couldn't run and have a shot. Like I, I think this could. I think this is finally something where now that I realize, you know, the UK is stealing my ideas, that I feel like I, I, I would have something to run on. Be like, let's keep put my agendas in place now before England takes even more from us. I think that I finally like reached the point where with Eddie, like he's like, I thought the queen looked great at the wedding. Mm. Maybe this is like the thing that I say that I'm just like, nope, can't listen anymore. Sarah did not like the queen's lime green outfit. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, you've offended our our listeners. Which, by the to. way, for all of our British listeners, um, hey, you're welcome. But also, thank you for for listening to our show. We really do appreciate it. And if it's one of you who used my idea, that's fine. But I just want my credit. So if you can send me an email. And just say, Greg, sorry, I'm the one that instituted snitch tickets in the UK. I did it after listening to Fun Employment Radio. I didn't want to admit it because I didn't think it would go through. And, you know, now you can just give me credit. So that's all. That's, that's all, all you need. That's all I'm asking for. I'm not asking for a lot. Call from the queen, a knighthood or whatever, and then, uh, or a duke, what's, whatever the difference is. I don't know. Wait, don't you get like land and title or something like that? I think you get land and title, yes. Yeah, all right. Oh, so I'm title. looking and uh, our friend Catherine in the chat says the queen alternates brightly colored outfits so the crowd can identify her. Is what oh, she read about. okay. All right. So she's the shiniest so bobble. Stand out. Stand all right. Out I respect that. She okay. wants to be the shiny, yeah, the shiny star. Okay. Oh, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Now I understand. Okay. Well, anyway. That's where we're at. See, I'm maybe waiting that's for my why, phone call. Maybe that's why I should be wearing more color, because it shows power. Oh, okay. Yeah, you were talking yeah. about how you want to start wearing more colors. Yes. Yeah. Even though the whole, like, sweaty thing. Yeah, the sweat. Well, you just have to fight through it. I know. The only time I ever... <laughs> Did I ever tell you I had... Oh, no. Never mind. No. What? <gasps> no. Yep. What, what are you... What? No, I think I might have talked about it before, but I can't what? tell. Sometimes, depending on my mood, what's, like, the most embarrassing... Like, how far I'm willing to go about my embarrassing problems. Um, what happened? No, it was It was just something... It was the only time in my life when I was sweaty that I was able to wear colored, like, shirts. Okay. Was it, did I ever tell you that I had a... Um, like, what did you do? Nothing. I didn't do anything. I'm just saying, I kind of think about it sometimes, but I'm pretty sure that it's like completely horrible for you. No, I had this stuff called Drysol. Have you ever heard of that? I have. No. Okay. Drysol is a medicated like thing. It basically is like Bactine or something. You can put it on a cotton ball and it basically um, like stops your pores from sweating. And what, so like ha- jams them up? 
Yeah, it kind of jams them up. I think it like packs them full of aluminum. So I'm pretty sure like my, you know, I probably have like armpit problem, like cancer or something. But yeah, it was this thing. It was magic, but it really. Where did you get this? It's like a. a was it over the counter? Yeah, it's like a prescription thing. Oh, it's a prescription thing. Yeah. And so you get it. So like what it does is it like makes everything like bone dry. So I would do that, but it really started to hurt because it really. Well, that's dry. not natural. It's not natural. But God, I got to wear It would just colors. like shrivel up your sweat glands or something. Like you're going to overheat. You realize you sweat for a reason. Yeah. I started sweating you know, profusely in other places, but those <laughs> armpits were bone dry. <laughs> Is it just like a river running off of your forehead or something? Yeah, while, it's just while like your all just starts coming out like, you know, sweating, like like chin sweat, just like everything. Yeah, but no, I had that for a little while. And then dry I just stopped using it. It's called dry sol. I know other legal? people. I don't know. This was, yeah, this was like 20 years ago. I don't know. Yeah, it was just dry. Dry sol, dabomatic topical. Okay. Dry sol is yep, a loop. Yep, that's what it was, that little white solution and blue. For, oh, do you know what your sweat condition is called? What? Hyperhidrosis. Oh. You suffer from hyperhidrosis. So, like, I'm super hydrated. Uh, excessive sweating, hyperhidrosis. Well, that means I'm very hydrated. I like to drink water. So, dry So, it just means I'm just more hydrated than other people. Okay, dry saw is a prescription strength, prescription strength medication in USA, which is commonly prescribed for excessive sweating. Interesting. Yeah, like, so I've I never actually that. gotten diagnosed from my excessive sweating. I mean, I do sweat a lot, but I don't know. Well, in a competition, di- you might beat me, but. I'd be pretty close. No, I do not beat you. Don't you dare, Tuck. I have seen you. If I if I exercise at all, I'm immensely sweaty. Yes, like uh, I just no. But instant. dry sol was amazing. But like, so it worked so well that if you touched any of your so you put it on a cotton ball, and then you just like dab it on. But if you touch any of your skin that wasn't that you know like the parts that you like sweat out of, yeah, it would burn. What that so doesn't it was seem like, right. It did not seem right. But you know what? I was willing to take the chance to be able to. Because especially, like, in college, I wanted to be able to wear, like, colored T-shirts. Like, we'd go to, like, themed parties yeah. where there'd be, like, light blue shirts. And I couldn't wear them without, you know, having, like, big sweaty armpits. So I I got this stuff. I was able to have it. But it it really started to hurt after a while. So. Huh. Interesting. What other kinds of random things have you tried to apply to yourself? I mean, I know you look up weird sites on the Internet that you've tried different, like, I'm sure you've tried what, different for sweating solutions. specifically yeah. or other things? I don't know. Sweating specifically. Um, I do have this, uh, like a dress that I have. That's like this bluish kind of dress, and it, but it's like really tight on the armpits. Mm-hmm. So I have used. Um, <laughs> do, you, do you stuff your armpits? Yes. <laughs> you stuff your armpits with toilet paper. I actually paper? took like I um, I bought some um, like sanitary napkins and pads and cut them in half because <laughs> I had read about it and it totally works. You put the sticky part on the inside of your shirt. And then the pad part is on your armpit, and then you don't get pit stains. That's actually pretty smart. It's pretty smart. No, it really works. It absolutely works. Like, it didn't. So sometimes when I wear dresses, and if it's, like, something with a color, then I will do that because it just covers that. Wow. It absorbs it, and then you don't sweat through your clothes. Interesting. Wow. Why am I talking about myself? All right. Well, should we go on to some world of crazy? I mean, the bottom line is this. The bottom line is this. Attention, United Kingdom, dear queen. I'm expecting my phone call and my knighthood or whatever, and I also want my title and my land. And just really, just a a genuine thank you to me for for uh, handing off the idea of snitch tickets across this pond. You know, I love Europe. I'd be happy to come take a visit to the UK and help uh, oversee it and help make sure the snitch tickets are instituted correctly. Um, I'd be happy to help help out with that. So 
Give me a call. They're oh, they're just lucky that they made it so far. Greg, we'll share a taco you. together. How about that? I'll bring some tacos. Yeah, those will travel well. Yeah, I'll bring tacos to the queen. That'd be sweet. Yeah, a ten-hour flight is yeah. going to be mm-hmm. real conducive to uh-huh. some pretty delicious tacos. Oh yeah. Well, my private jet that they sent me. Man, this is going to be a big deal for me. I mean, this is it. We thought it was going to be the Butterman song. Butterman keeps on spreading more and more, Butterman by the way. Butterman does. I know. More and more people are just finding out about Butterman. Butterman, uh, please go to Spotify. Find Butterman featuring Mr. Pancake. Summer hit 2018. We need to make this happen. We did just play it at a um, 4th of July barbecue. And there's a at- bunch of people that had never heard it before that are now huge fans of Butterman. <laughs> a shout out to Wayne, who has introduced it to his uh, group. What was he doing? Oh, is it, he's, he's doing Ultimate. He does Ultimate Frisbee. Ultimate Frisbee, yeah. yeah and his entire group uh, had to, or, or all, listen to it all day long. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, and then also you played it for, I think Jay had never heard it before, didn't he? Jay's heard it before. Oh, okay. But there were some new people. Everyone was just, I loved it because they were just as grossed out as I was. Yeah. <sighs> Let me look that, that champ stamp. <laughs> Postage, postage paid. paid. Oh my gosh, find Butterman. Listen to Butterman now. Christ, All it's right. the worst. All right, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, first up, of course, it's the 4th of July, so it's just your yearly warning. Do not hold fireworks in your hands. Because I'm sure they still continue through the weekend. I mean, they start like the weekend before, and especially with the 4th of July on a Wednesday, which was so bizarre. I mean, yeah. I feel. I think everyone feels a little thrown really off. screwed up the week, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's Monday, but yeah. it's Thursday. Yeah. I'm very confused. Right. Um, so just a little warning story to you out of Merritt Island, Florida. A Florida man in his early 20s was airlifted after he suffered severe injuries to his right hand and arm from holding a firework that he had already lit off. Do not hold fireworks. Do not hold fireworks. Hi, don't hold fireworks. Maybe don't play with fireworks. I don't like fireworks. Yeah. I had to work yesterday. And um, it was for, like, a, a private event for a 4th of July party, mm-hmm. which was fine. But uh, somebody, like, you know, at the end, somebody had won, like, this big fireworks package, and they were trying to give it to me as a tip. I'm like, no, nope, no thank you. I don't want them. Yeah. I don't want it. I'm like, I don't like them. And they're like, I don't like them either. I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't want that shit. I think they scare me. transition to the age now where I'm, I'm just like, um, they're going to burn my house down. Everybody's going to burn my house down. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I worry about. Like, I they're going to set my lawn on my fire. I my eye out or something. I don't like it. I mean, no good ever comes of them. Like, it's like, I've never heard of a happy story. Like, I played with fireworks, and then that was the best day ever. It's usually like, and then it stops when somebody gets hurt. I was usually drunk people with fireworks. You've really gone the full 180. There's no, like, balance in there. It's just, I like them, I like them. I've no! also had way too many drunk people shoot Roman candles at me thinking it's funny. Yeah. And I want to murder I mean, them I'm all. not going to lie. I've been in a couple Roman candle fights in my younger that is- years. But, yeah. No, it's not smart. It's not smart at in any way. Nothing is smart about that. Yeah, you're shooting fireballs at each other. And and at the ground. I mean, you can set something on fire. Yeah, it's it's not oh, smart. All right. I anyway, don't advocate for it. If you like fireworks and we're not here to firework shame, you just be responsible. Um, but also don't hold them in your hands because this young man lost two fingers. Did you know that in 2017 there were nearly 13,000 injuries sustained from people playing with fireworks in the United States alone. Nearly one-third of those injuries were inflicted to a hand or finger. Have you ever seen a picture of Jason Pierre-Paul's hand? No. He's an NFL player who blew off part of his fingers. Um, 
by playing with fireworks. This happened a couple of years ago. It's no. really he posted a photo of it. Um, I believe it was to like warn people not to uh, do it. I don't think we should post it in the chat. No, and I'm not going to. But, don't don't hold on to fireworks. And let them blow up your head. No, yeah. Be careful. Be just do not do, be anyone careful. post be that, careful. please. I do not want to. No, see no, that. no. Sorry, I'm just saying that it that's being shared a lot right now. That he did post it, like not necessarily the picture. So you have to click through to find that. But just be careful. Ooh, Courtney says a cousin of my dad lost his right hand due to fireworks. Yeah, I mean it's it really is like shit happens. I have a they scare a, me for a reason. I don't. I like have them. a friend's uncle who lost part of his. Uh, I think his pinky finger, like half of it's missing from a fireworks accident. Mm. Yeah. All right, that's enough about that. Okay, let's move on from okay. the fireworks. All, All right. right, here we go. Ooh, here's some fun Fourth of July stuff. An Illinois golf course broke an unusual Guinness World Record. This is one that I would have wanted to be part of. By laying out 2,496 hot dogs to make the world's largest and longest hot dog line. <laughs> is that something that's been a hot dog line? It's a hot dog line. So it was 2,496 hot dogs, which created a 1,163-foot hot dog line. Wow. This is at the Mistwood Golf Club in Romeoville. Celebrated the 4th of July by lining up the hot dogs one by one until the 1,163-foot line started at the T of one of its holes and nearly reaching the green. I don't even... Yeah, so the line... uh, So this is like in competition with a previous one. So this has happened more than once. Okay. The line bested the previous Guinness World Record yes, holder. of course. Which was only 1,157 feet. Oh, really? So they only did six feet longer than it? You at least go a little bigger. Yeah, you would think if you're going to do it, like, make it so it's, like, it's something that somebody else can't top for a yeah. while. I mean, there should be a minimum of, like, things that, like, I guess I don't know how you assess the hot dog minimum of what would be the best. I don't know. All right, well, the food and beverage director at Mistwood Golf Club said there are a few things more American than a hot dog. And we decided it's time to bring this record home. Um, So the golf course said it was submitting its documentation of the event, including drone video footage of the hot dog line, uh, to get us for official certification. I want to know what happened to all the hot dogs. I was curious about that, too. Yeah. Like, are they just laying on the ground? Are they ruined? I had a delicious hot dog on the 4th of July. Or the 3rd of July. It's being noted that... um Chris just suggested do a hot dog line along the East Bank Esplanade. <gasps> that would be a pretty darn good idea. But it'd have to be like fucking like tofu dogs or something. Oh, because it's Portland. Yeah, because it's oh, fucking God. Portland. You're right. Because it's Portland, yeah, there would be some kind of a... But we could get some sort of tofu dog sponsor to donate them all, and then we, do, and then we give all of the hot dogs to the homeless. Hot dogs for the homeless. I'll eat them. Hot dogs for the homeless. We set a world record. Okay, this might work. If we can find like a hot dog that doesn't taste like garbage, that is, but is like kind of nutritious. If you have a recommendation for a meatless hot dog, because it's Portland, that tastes good, I mean, I'm all for it if it tastes good. Like it doesn't matter. I have never found one. Yeah, and I would just want to, in general, if you found if you find one, because I have tried, and I've never found a meatless hot dog that I think tastes good. We are all open for recommendations. I'm absolutely open for that. Okay. Hot dogs for the homeless. I think we should do that. All right. Greg, I have some paranormal news for you. 
Are you ready I'm for intrigued. it? I'm intrigued. Okay. Paranormal what? A paranormal researcher by the name of Joshua Warren has now claimed that he is the first person ever to have discovered a time warp. He says that he knows where there is a time warp, and he says that it's just right outside of Las Vegas, Nevada. That's not necessarily paranormal news. It's a time warp. I mean, what, what, I guess, what, science-y news? Yes. Time warp isn't science. (laughs) Well, what is it that he's saying? All right, so Joshua Warren says Yeah, it can be. He has been measuring the rate of time all over in areas between Las Vegas and the top-secret Air Force sites known as Area 51. Last week, he found a spot in the desert just north of Vegas where he claims that time slows down. Using what's known as a differential time rate meter, also known as a DT meter, he claims that for the first time ever he was able to record a measurement showing time had been slowing down for 20 microseconds, something that the law of physics proves should not occur. Isn't this exciting, Greg? No, it is. I want to read. I want to read up about this. Right. This is what I'll be reading this well, afternoon. Says, but that shouldn't happen unless there's some kind of unknown technology being tested nearby that would influence the environment, or there are naturally uh, natural places around the planet Earth that actually sort of flicker once in a while. Hmm. So he's saying there's a time warp outside of Las Vegas. All right. So he says he plans to continue researching around Nevada to see if any patterns present themselves. He hopes he can pinpoint it and see what's causing it. If you could travel in time, would you go to the past or the future? You've asked me this before, and I hate this question. Why do you hate it so much? I don't know. It annoys me. Would you rather go to medieval England or ancient Rome? It depends on what kind of position. Would I? What? What? What kind of person? You? You would just be an average person walking around. You have to blend in. Average person in medieval. Yes. You don't show up with, like, stature or anything. You're still you. You're just showing up, and you can, you know, they give you the clothes. Medieval England, I mean, that was just probably a cesspool and just smelly and stinky. They're and both going to be very smelly. Poop. No, Everything's going to be Rome, smelly. I think Rome seemed a little cleaner. Rome seemed like it was like more... Um, Maybe. Well, with the More aqueducts. robes and yeah. hygiene and... Okay, it's not it's not like one big toga party. I mean, it's I'm not a saying it's like one big that. toga party, but I feel like medieval London is just all like so poop and rats and like and just darkness. Yeah, I would go for Rome. Rome, okay. even though I it like I really do love London, but I don't want to be in rats and darkness. Okay. What would okay. you pick? I know you pick Rome. I, well, yeah, yeah, obviously I mean, I'd pick Rome. That's exactly where I would go. Is Rome? Okay. Yeah, I want to see Rome. I want to see Rome right now. I want to go to Rome. I, I would like to I go, to go to Rome. I've never been to Rome. I love Rome. Um, I think I know that. Okay, so uh, taking a look here just in the chat, just a couple of answers. Uh, Eddie said, the future. We want to go to the future. The future could be kind of cool, too. If we went far enough, well, it's either going to be, I mean, we don't know. You never know what the future holds. I mean, we could all be gone. But if humanity survives and they're traveling through space, that would be pretty damn cool to get to, too. Hmm. Uh, you don't want to go to another planet? I'm indifferent. I want to travel our planet. We have so many like wonderful things here. I don't need to. Still have things I want to tackle here. Lame answer. All right. Whatever. All right. So anyway, there uh, might be a time warp outside of Vegas. And finally, since this is world of crazy, it's my responsibility to bring this stuff to you, Greg. There is an invention that you might use. I mean, because you do go camping. 
Yes. That is called the crotch pot. <laughs> gross. Whatever it is, gross. Um, hear me out. It's the crotch pot. It allows you to cook food using the heat. Oh God. Of yourself. So this guy's name is Glenn Van Pesky. He's the um, founder of Gossamer Gear Hiking Equipment. Has invented something called the crotch pot that allows its wearer to use the steam from themselves to cook a seemingly edible meal. For nineteen seemingly edible is that what it really says? It says seemingly. But this is from Vice. This is a, a Vice article, so I think they're being like a little like kooky in there. Okay. Right. So it's a $19 pouch that you can buy. This, the crotch pot is $19. It's made from Cuban fiber, which is a high-performance, ultra-lightweight fabric that, <laughs> that is um, very delicate but also very functional. Um, so the crotch pot is designed to hold a one-quart Ziploc bag so your dinner contents are completely sanitary. So the target market for the crotch pot is apparently a backpacker or hiker who doesn't want to carry a lot of things on their pack, so they want to use their own body heat... To be able to cook their meals later in the day. I mean, yeah, I, I can see where there's some advantage to that. It says, but... Gossamer Gear explains on their website, your body naturally gen- generates significant heat while hiking. Why not harness this heat your for a warm dinner? undercarriage is very warm. Well, to use your crotch pot, you fill it with your desired ingredients, add water, and then wedge the pouch near your nether regions. After hiking for a couple hours, it is completely sealed. That's but you're walking says. with it, like, stuffed in between there, so it's cooking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's just something gross about it. I know it's perfectly sanitary. I think that Nate would use one of these. I don't know if he... No, he wouldn't. No. You don't he think likes, so? He likes setting things on fire too much. He's too much of a pyromaniac to use a crotch pot. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. no, he, he likes to burn things. So it's just sloshing around it's in there. Sloshing around. Go, you guys right, ready so for said, the noodles? I've been cooking them for the last two hours. Well, when asked if it was going Ugh. to be, <laughs> if it was a joke, he said, "We have many people think it's an April Fool's Day joke, but once they try it out, they love it." Some female hikers have also taken to putting it inside of their sports bras. Well, boob pot—that sounds a little better. I think it's you know crock pot, crotch pot. I think that's why they stick with that. Boob pot. Stop saying boob pot, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Well, um, they do promise that a crotch pot recipe club is coming soon. There are two recipes that you can find online so far, and it encourages people to post photographs of their crotch pots on Instagram. All right, that's enough. So if you do get one, let us know about it. Or buy one for Greg. That's, that's enough. He would there. totally use it. He's just lying. No. That's I'd, I'd serve it to somebody camping. Like, oh, yeah, I made some. Oh, feel free. Have oh, some. like at Ricketts? By the way, I cooked it with my crotch. I'm 13 years old when I go camping. All right, let's do a little yeah, bit of ball talk. I know. A little bit of ball talk. You probably should just have it just to torture your friends, actually. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Boob pot. We'll go to this uh, first here, Sarah. It's a little potpourri of balls. There's not a ton of balls, but we got a little potpourri. Uh, oh, I don't know if I've done a show since LeBron James now plays for the L.A. Lakers. Blech. Anyway. That seems like exactly what was going to happen. 
It does just make sense. I mean, it's just really. like when you were telling me that, I'm like, he's going to go to the Lakers. Like, there's no other oh, I thing. No. Nope. Whatever. Ugh, God, I like could not be less grossness interested. Grossness and grossness just I know. put together. Like, oh, yeah, sweet. Let's hear some more obnoxious Lakers fans. Sorry, Lakers fans. If you're listening to us right now, you know your fans, a lot of your fans are really obnoxious. And I'm going to get an email that just says 27 rings or whatever it was. All right. <laughs> Let's do this. Tell me. Yesterday was the 4th of July. Wait, what? The oh, yesterday was two days after International, International Greg, Greg, Day. Greg Day. Well, two days after International Greg Day, there was a competition that takes place every year at the same time for Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest. Ooh. And Mr. Joey Chestnut. Broke the record once again. Uh, Joey Chestnut consumed a record 74 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Go, Joey, 74 hot dogs in 10 minutes. That is disgusting. Oh, God. It's. Have you ever watched one of the eating competitions? It's yeah. like the grossest. Like, I am a huge Joey Chestnut fan. I don't want to watch him do it. I just want to celebrate his accomplishments because watching Indian Contest is the most disgusting thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty gross. So, Joey Chestnut, he oh. won again. And now he has won 11 of the last 12 years. He only lost in 2015 to Matt Stoney. I think that's the Toad. Mm-hmm. The Toad. <laughs> that's, that's her nickname. The Toad. So... With this 74 hot dogs, I took a look here on a website that's calculated the number of calories that Joy Chestnut consumed in 10 minutes. And uh, total calories, 22,200 calories in 10 minutes. It's true, because if the bun is like 100, like... Well, on average, it's recommended that a person, an average person, should have an intake of 2,000 calories per day. He had 22,200. 22,000. 200 calories in 10 minutes. They also calculated he ingested 54,242 grams of sodium, which is uh, 2,368% of his daily (laughs) recommended intake, Uh, 444 grams of saturated fat. All of that sitting there in his stomach. You know, I think it would be gross. I I think we were talking about this yesterday, but I still believe that. Maybe I was talking to Jessica about it. Like to see... Like an egg, because you know they're not chewing all of it. Like it's all just kind of going in there. I would be. No, I'm, just swallowing it like whole. I know. I'm saying this now, but I might. But I am kind of curious. Like, if you get an X-ray of someone's stomach, like after they after gross. an eating competition, just to see all of, like the hot dogs, just see where it all goes. That'd be gross. I know, but you'd kind of want to look, wouldn't you? Mm, I might look once. Yeah, I'd look once. I might look once. I'd look once. Just to see, like, what that much food looks like inside of somebody. Yeah, it's kind of strange. All right, well, anyway, he did win again for the 11th out of the last 12 years. Joey Chestnut is your world champion hot dog eating and holds the world record. Um, another quick note that this is just strange because it keeps on showing. I, I keep on getting texts, actually, from friends who know that I played this sport. Sport. And are now seeing it all over ESPN. Cornhole. Is on ESPN a lot now. Wow. It's like Cornell's going mainstream. I don't know if I like it. I know that's true because we'll be like, but no, we've been playing it for years. We have. We've been in a Cornell league for like seven years. Anyway, just acknowledging that. And finally, in ball talk, that was it. (laughs) 
That's <laughs> my mild complaint. Greg was just... <laughs> that was a complaint complain talk. I don't know what that was. Yeah. Okay. You just wanted to, like, like mark your territory. Yeah. You're like, hey, just so hey. you know. Hey. All right. The World Cup starts back up tomorrow with the quarterfinals. So there are, let's see, eight teams that are left. Eight teams left. And after tomorrow and uh, Saturday, there will only be four teams left. And so the four teams will go on to the semifinals. They'll, they'll play... Each other, there'll be a third-place game, a first-place game, blah, blah, blah. So after these next two days, the four remaining teams will each play two more games before this is out. But this okay. is we're getting down to it. Eight teams left in the World Cup, Sarah. And let me just say... Oh, no. The team that this guy picked, Uruguay, still in it. Still in it. Playing France tomorrow, that's going to be very tough. But uh, Uruguay is still in the running to be a the world's next World Cup champion. And now they're going to have to face some pretty big competition. Brazil and Belgium play tomorrow. That's going to be a really good one. And then uh, Sweden, England, Russia, Croatia. Should I make some predictions? I think you absolutely should. Oh, yeah, because it's happening before the show tomorrow. One of them is. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me. Uruguay, obviously going to win against France. Brazil and Belgium. Brazil. Barely. Barely. We'll win tomorrow. So we'll leave those. I'll make my other two predictions the next day. Okay. So Uruguay and Brazil will be moving on. South America will beat Europe in both of those matches. And uh, finally, in Baltoc, we're just kind of bringing this up again. England is going crazy right now for their World Cup match, which is on Saturday. Uh-huh. And they're saying it's the most anticipated sporting event in the last 12 years in England. It's been a really exciting year for England with like the the royal wedding oh, yeah. and then they're like in the World Cup. Well, it's going to be it, if you're anywhere near London, it's going to be insane on Saturday. Um because it's their Pride Day is Saturday, so they've got a giant parade going on. They've got some kind of summertime festival is what it's called that's happening and England's in the World Cup. And so there's going to be viewings like outdoor giant outdoor viewings all over the city. Huh. So it's going to be insanity. That sounds like fun. It does sound like fun. It also sounds like you're going to be close to a lot of people and it's going to be sticky. It sounds like really overwhelming too. It sounds really sticky. It's going to be 84 degrees out. Ew. And they're all going to be drinking all day long for like multiple reasons. Oh, yeah. For a pride parade, for for World Cup, for whatever the summertime festival is. Oh, that's going to be a hot mess. It's going to be drunk and sweaty in England. That was the end of that. I didn't have that was else a, to add. You just kind of drilled off. Yeah, it just worked. kind of went, just mm-hmm. drifted off. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I'm really embarrassed. That I talked about the dry saw thing. Why? I don't know. Because when you're getting to the point where you're that, so well, I mean, we've never like. Now you can tell it's not a lie. It's very yeah. sweaty. <laughs> it's not yeah. an exaggeration. Yeah. Yeah, I do have to get out of here. I do want to say thank you for one for our fine sponsor, Next Adventure. Oh, Next Adventure, we uh, get to hang out with some of our pals. We did get to hang out with some of our pals from Next Adventure over this last weekend and or this last week, whatever it is. I don't even know what day it is. Yeah, for July Fourth, and uh, just want to reiterate again how much we appreciate their sponsorship and how much we 
Uh, I highly encourage you to shop at Next Adventure. It's a really great place. They're located here in town on the corner of Stark and Grand. The store is great. The people are even better just because they're helpful. They're helpful. They're genuinely friendly, helpful people who enjoy the outdoors, and that's just that's their passion, and so they like sharing it with you. Mm-hmm. So if you go in there and say, hey, I've never gone hiking before. What should I do? They will walk you through step by step. Or if you say, hey, I've hiked everywhere. I want to climb Mount Hood this weekend. Okay. What should I do? Yes. We'll walk you through what you should do. And right. also, if you want to go there, and if you do go in and you um, want to wear a wonderful, like, Fun Employment Radio shirt or sweatshirt or anything, yeah. they always do notice that stuff, too. They do. Yeah. yeah. So we Which really appreciate cool. that when you yeah. stop by. And, of course, you can always shop at nextadventure.net, wherever you are, and uh, shop right there at their world location. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate it. You can send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. And uh, tomorrow's show is back at our... No, it's uh, not. Are we doing... 10 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> I am very confused right now, Greg. This week has been a little confusing. Yeah. So Sorry, it was a little wonky. We'll and... be live at 10 a.m. for uh, you members of the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club. Also, apology to Dan. apologies to Dan Westfall. We were going to have him on... On Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, but yeah, something came up, so we didn't uh, end up getting a show in then. But uh, we will reschedule and have him in, I think, maybe later this summer. Oh, so wonderful. Dan will be joining us. Yeah. Good, good. Uh, all right. <sighs> Greg, it's going to be a real scorcher today. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You need to get some more dry salt. I need to get more. I, I want more. I got to stock up on my dry salt. But you know, like when you're doing something and you feel like it's just not good for you? That's some, nothing about that sounds No, it safe seemed like or it natural. was like. like and this was like a long time ago too. And even then, I'm like, this seems like a little extreme. It does. And when like you could tell when I was when my body was trying to sweat and it would just kind of sting. I'm like, that's, no, that's not right. No, don't say gross. It's not. not well, it's not fault right. That I'm hyper hydraulic. But it is your fault that you put the dry salt on there. I know. All right. Thanks. What am I hyper hydraulic? Hyperhidrosis. Hydrosis. I have. I suffer from hyperhidrosis. Hello, my name is Sarah. Oh no, that's why you have to and say I it like that. From, Actually, I suffer from hyperhidrosis. Um, I, excuse me, I suffer from hyperhidrosis. <laughs> I need to stand in front of the fan because I have hyperhidrosis. An estimated two to three percent of Americans suffer from excessive sweating of the underarms. <laughs> Will you stop looking it up now, please? Jesus. Um, I suffer from hyperhidrosis. I probably have it too. You do. I got a mild. I have a mild case. So you have like little. chest sweats though. I do. Yeah. In the ship of Africa. All right. Thanks everybody for tuning in. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dug up.